We are back for an incredible episode of You Wouldn't Get It. Guys, I'm excited about this one. I know Easton's excited about this one. We were finally able to get one of our good friends on, former teammate of ours, and uh, I'm pumped up right now. I'm excited for you guys to listen to the conversation we had with him. So Easton, kind of describe it a little bit. Yeah, so we had a great episode. Um, Christian threw in a little Easter egg at, at the end of one of our episodes a couple weeks ago. We were hoping to get him on the following week, uh, Jay Negaman. We finally landed it this week, so the episode is a go. Hope you guys enjoy it. Real quick, where you can find Jaden at. So he is the owner and creator of The Smile Movement. You can find him on Instagram at Jaden underscore egg. Uh, he has the smile movement as well. A separate Instagram page, smile underscore movement. Um, he's a personal trainer at the F45 facility and Apex Performance here in Arizona. And check his website out as well, smile-movement.com. There's your plugs for you. But yes, Christian, it was a great episode. And truthfully, like, you know, there's a, it's weird in, in the world of personal training and, and what it is as a career, a lot of people get misconceptions about it, right? Um, just, you know, they think some things are a lot or why do you have to post on Instagram, you know, multiple times a day. What a lot of people don't realize is that's all a part of how you build yourself and how you build for him. Like he said, it's a, a movement, not a brand. So he's trying to start this movement here. And when I tell you guys this, I mean it sincerely. This guy is so genuine and passionate about what he's doing. It's 100% real. Um, and it shows in the episode. It shows, you know, really how just, you know, pumped up he is to help other people and, and to promote this movement. Um, those were my takeaways from it. I'm pumped for this to get released. Christian, what, what was your outtake on this? You basically said everything that I was going to say. He is a very high energy individual and the perfect word you use the word to describe it, genuine. You said it. That is the perfect word to describe Jaden Eggman because he is. He cares about people. He cares about what he's doing and he's high energy. So and that makes for a fun listen and a fun episode uh, as well. So you yeah. said it. I've said it. I'm excited. I think we're ready to kick it right into it, unless you've got anything left to say. Oh, no. Let's get into it. I, I mean, it, all the listeners are going to realize here pretty soon with the episode just how much he cares about this and, you know, really props to him for for setting aside his time to, to sit down and share all that with us. So, yeah, without further ado, Christian, let's get into it. Let's do it. We're live, folks. We're back, and we got the special guest here with us, Mr. Jaden Eggman himself. It's been a long Why time in the works, but we're here. We got him. Jaden, quick introduction. What do you got working for us today? 
What up, yo? My name is Jaden Eggman. Uh, I'm part of the Smile Movement. That's one of my my very own. That's my little baby since 2017. Uh, it's all about positives over negatives. Hashtag Smile. Um, and then I also am a personal trainer, and I incorporate that through not only physical change but mental changes as well. And uh, we're gonna take over the world one day. Yes, wow. sir, Jade. Absolutely, yeah. So we brought Jaden on today. We uh, again both played with him, as per many of our guests here, but. Ever since graduating, Jaden's kind of taken this movement and evolved it. Um, and like he talked about, he's a personal trainer. So brought some fitness into that. And we thought, why not? Perfect guest to bring on. Barzy, add something to the conversation, would you? <laughs> I'll say something stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, we wanted to get Jaden on. Basically, Easton said it all to talk about the smile movement in general, how he started this, why he started it, and his goals with it. And like he said, to incorporate, how he incorporated the fitness aspect into it, which is a huge part of his lifestyle. So Jade, take, let's start from the beginning. Take us back to the very beginning, maybe even before the smile movement was truly a thing. When you were starting this up, was this just like a small idea in your head or what got it rolling? Yeah, it was, uh, well, obviously we all played ball together. So yeah. you guys my junior year when I fractured my back. Um, so if you guys didn't know that, anybody listening, uh, I battled the injury for a while with my foot and it set my hips off. And then I ended up meeting these guys my junior year, which was their freshman year. And we did these, uh, no offense if the coaches are listening, but we did some stupid shit where we would be up at five in the morning and then we would be running on ice and whatnot. And I slipped, I fractured my back. And in that moment, um, Honestly, that night, I think we all went out, uh, ended up going home, and it was like super depressing because I felt like my body was paralyzing up. And then that's when my mom said, uh, I called her crying, and that's when she was just like, yo, you got to smile, you got to like fake it till you make it kind of thing. And then no matter what it was, if it was an assignment, it was on my, like, my little sleeve or anything at baseball, I'd always write hashtag smile, always. And then what it actually became was that last summer, like the summer after that, on uh, 4th of July, so coming up, I just made some random shirts on some gray shirts from my dad's office, and they said hashtag smile and red, white, and blue, and actually two of my friends that I gave them to, they were like, dude, this kind of like changed my life in a way because I go back to this shirt and it helps me out, and so that's where it like originated from was just like a little, something my mom said to me and something I always did, always like literally wrote down affirmationally, and then just did it for my friends just for good sake, and now that's what it's turned into every day. And it's been pretty cool to see on our end as well, because I actually remember that that same summer. So Jaden and I camped it up to uh, Valpo together all 26 hours here from Phoenix. <laughs> and at the end of that, I had actually I had got a shirt off of you, one of the smile shirts. I still have it. Um, and it's cool to see like when that all started, like you said, it was sort of just a little idea. But even at that time, you had a lot of belief in this movement like you were very committed to it um and it seems like you stayed very consistent with it to evolve it to what it is now to where you see like you know i saw facebook articles over the summer of um you know individuals whose lives you had impacted through the movement and also yourself how you've personally um you know raised your standards of who you are as a person just through believing in this movement itself so Going off of that, what has it been like for you to watch this evolution of everything, of where it started as something so small and and now you've brought it to something even bigger and it's become almost, a, like you said, a mentality at this point? 
it's crazy, man. Like I actually think about that a lot. Um, we're going into an event this weekend and it's the third one we've been in. Um, and when I say we, it's honestly me and my pops making all the good stuff, but then that's a smile gang. So whenever I say we, it's a smile gang. Right. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it's crazy, man, because right after that summer, after I brought it in and I had full ambition that like, I was going to help take this off. We helped out with Houston Harvey floods way back then in 2017. And then that's actually when it backtracked. I don't even know if you guys remember that. Uh, my business partner fell away. And that's kind of when uh, I had to put it down for a while. And then yeah. maybe we'll talk about it. Like two years ago when I had my coma, that's when it resurfaced. And that's kind of, I instilled it in my head. I put it away. And then when I had that coma, the evolution ever since then, like you, how you said it, like I've been so passionate about it from the very beginning. Like that was literally imprinted in me. And then after I woke up, I call it the reawakening. After I woke up, um, it's been nonstop. It's been consistent every day. It's been reach a life and the evolution has been insane, man. Uh, going from living with my parents to only reaching what seemed like friends and family to then trying to just be on Instagram every day, whether it was my personal account or the smile account. And then, like you said, so many people are starting to ride on it or so many people are starting to see it as how I've always said it. It's not a brand, it's a movement. And it literally has slowly evolved in that just being so consistent and being so mindful on how I talk to people or how I post my post or how I just say the words that I say, you know what I'm saying? And not trying to hide from the fakeness. And it's turned into that. That's the biggest evolution. It's gone from, oh, you just make smile shirts to, wow, man, this is more than a brand. This is a movement. Like this is a mentality. And dude, it's been crazy, crazy long. And one thing that's interesting to me in all this, like you, this started out and I feel like I wouldn't know, I wouldn't say doubters is the way to put it, but people would have said maybe it didn't seem genuine off the bat. But the thing about you is it's who you are. You're super extroverted. You're super high energy and you care. You care about people and you care about impacting people and doing good things for other people. So it's coming from a completely genuine place. And I think that's been something that's helped you to not only spread the movement and grow it, um, but it's also helping your own personal growth as well. And even from just what you've said over the last couple of minutes, it seems that is the case. So would you say this, this high energy mentality um, and this extroversion has really helped you to get off the ground with this movement and to push it along? Oh yeah. Uh, and crazy ways, you know, yeah. and it's not always like, like it's all genuine. It's real. It's not fake. Um, and when I say like fake it till you make it kind of thing, it's like, yo, you got to still put yourself behind it all. And for me, the extra energy, like that energizer bunnies, like that is me. And I don't know, man, it's just, it's just it comes so natural with when people are just like, you guys remember it? People would always just say like hashtag frown. And then for me, yeah. that I started practicing and that's when I started learning how I needed to keep my energy up so I can keep that smile up. And so I've always learned, like, if your energy is high enough, you can't really fuck or you, can, my bad, you can't really mess around with anything down under you. You know what I'm saying? Because um, my energy is going to be so high that I'm going to be able to jump off any obstacle you throw at me kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I think what a lot of people don't understand, too, is to some extent it has to be so. And again, I'm at a very regressed place from where you're at with the personal training and stuff. But even just in my limited experience and, you know, trying to get a little bit of a, a brand online business going, I mean, this shit is it, like you said, it's a grind. Like it is not easy. People see the, uh, you know, the Instagram videos and it looks like, you know, everyone's having fun. It's a blast, which it is right. But by no means is it, 
is it a walk in the park? You don't just, you know, show up and go through your day. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of preparation and it requires that high energy that we talked about. And so I think, you know, to ask you this and bounce back, how much has that sort of been your go-to in terms of just getting the right energy and the right mindset to continue to push through this? Because like you talked about, you know, with the personal training, it's not, it's not an easy path. Like there's definitely levels and there's steps to take to get to where you want to be. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. So bouncing it over to the fitness side now, how have you kind of used the smile movement and the whole mentality of that to develop who you are as a personal trainer and help people reach those goals? So I kind of got the, no matter where anybody stands, uh, I got the blessing of the whole lockdown and quarantine during COVID. That's when I started my personal training. And during that time, a lot of people were stuck at home. You guys know that a lot of people were stuck at home and they were losing their, literally their mental side of everything. And so that's when I really decided like this smile movement, this mentality behind it, it's got to be incorporated into my fitness, into my training, because if you're not right mentally, you're not going to train right or you're not going to want to go work. So for me, every time I talked to somebody, when I moved out and I moved to this gym, no matter if it was somebody that I was training or somebody I was talking to inside there or another trainer, it was always just try to get that mentality on the right level with them. And honestly, I carried it over big time with that. And are you more so wanting to know too, by the way, like, like the smile movement into fitness, like how it evolved into it? Or are you just trying to say, well, yeah, sure. So that, and I'm just kind of speaking to how it's helped your mentality overall with getting other people on the same level of what, to what you're speaking of actually just being positive and in the right mind frame when they come to training every day, because it, it like, it truthfully is an hour of the day that you can kind of change someone's personality for the day or their mood, whatever you want to say that you can have a big impact in that hour. And I think that that's kind of what you strive for in this. So that's what I was getting at there with okay. just bringing it into that. Okay. Hell yeah. So yeah, like you say, like usually trainings are 45 minutes to an hour. And so for me, like I've always, for me, it's always been that time that I get away. I release my emotion and stuff. So I've always wanted my clients to have that hour where they can not only get away and lift weights and learn something, but they have somebody, a person and not only a person, but, like I say, a gang that's going to be behind them when it comes to that emotion. And I, I honestly transpired it with my fitness because it runs together. Um, I'm always the guy that's always uplifting. I'm always positive. I Even on the days I feel like I'm not, like I try my best to because that's something like we just talked about. Sometimes you just got to do it because then it turns real. And it's evolved my, my company and my business tremendously because it's, it's me not faking what my brand is or my business or who I am. Um, and a lot of people that I see do that. They try to make these startup companies or they try to make these brands or they try to make something that's going to make a difference. And then they kind of shy away from what that message is and they show something else. And that's been something I see in a lot of personal trainers inside the fitness industry and with their clients. So myself, fitness, the smile movement was all intertwined into a mentality. And then that mentality gets so strong that our bodies get strong. And that, that gained a lot of attention and a lot of clients. And then obviously the hashtag smile has always been contagious yeah. as it always will be. So hopefully yeah. that answered. And you've been super effective with using social media, Instagram, Twitter, all of these different platforms in growing this in general, even just your posts on Instagram, each one kind of has its own true purpose 
or, or story almost behind it. Have you, I know you have experimented with it a little bit in the past, but have you just like thought about growing onto YouTube in a bigger sense, maybe establishing some kind of presence there? Or are you happy with kind of just keeping the, uh, the Instagram and the social on that side of it and just kind of growing the clientele? So honestly, I don't even use Twitter. I don't like Twitter. I feel like Twitter. Okay. Shout out to anybody using Twitter. But <laughs> honestly, I am on YouTube. I have some vlogs up there. Uh, but that's my thing is I need to be a lot more consistent on there because that's going to be a platform where I can actually sit down and I can talk to yeah. people and I can actually show not only what my words are or a picture or a 30 second video, but I can talk to them for minutes and it's not live. They can go back to it. And I've always seen that. Um, I, I've always used like YouTube videos as like that 10 minute time frame to get my mind away from things. And I really want to connect on that kind of like the podcast here. It gives yeah. people an outlet to learn something while they're not even thinking about the life that they were living for a little bit. So yeah, yeah right. I plan on using YouTube a lot more. Yeah. Well, the YouTube videos you have posted, like the production quality and, and hey, it's, it's super legit. Like it, better. this is absolutely something that the top guys would be putting out, and it, they're exciting to watch because you add a lot of variety to it. So they are getting better, and it's cool to see that growth too over the years. Yeah. Houston well, one this week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, well, the other thing too with the YouTube is like your the little clips you put on Instagram. There are so many different perspectives that I think people have on them. Um, and what I think a lot of people fail to realize with those is when you get into the place where you're at, where you're genuinely wanting to help people and just reach out to people, even if that video you throw up reaches three people on a personal level that day that's that's job complete right like you just helped three people that that weren't getting help otherwise so you know while there's people that sometimes will watch that type of content and stuff and trust me i've had plenty of experience with this as well and say you know oh that's that's a lot or whatever if you're genuine and you're trying to reach people the way you are you know, it's weird how those naysayers are just kind of pushed pushed aside there because the true focus is reaching those people you care about. And you know, like it, it plays itself out. The people you care about also care about you. And there's that reciprocal effect there where it's just a cool feeling. And it really does like just push away the, again, the haters and naysayers because in the grand scheme of things, you realize at some point that that just doesn't matter. And I feel like at least that's what you've been attempting to do with using social media there is, is kind of reach that audience. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. No, definitely. I've, I've said that since day one too. It's like, man, if I can reach one person just a day or like on a post or a quote, anything like that, like that's, that's what it's for. It's just trying to change one mindset. So honestly, just staying consistent. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And so I do want to go back to this because we talked about it a little. Um, you called it the reawakening, right? Yeah. Uh, so I guess, you know, you put a little clip out, which I watched about this as well. Um, and we plugged the social media before this. So you guys can go check that out. Walk us through kind of how that reemerged the whole smile movement for you. And not only, you know, a lot of people don't talk about this, but not only uh, the the mental side of things, but from a physical standpoint, you know, that's a big injury and a big thing to overcome, especially aspiring to be a personal trainer, someone who, you know, the physicality is a huge, huge detail in that. Um, so just walk us through what happened there, 
when you decided to reemerge the smile movement and I guess the difficulty of, you know, getting back on track with your personal fitness goals and in order to help other people reach theirs. Yeah. So the whole coma thing happened, obviously you guys know it, it was a BMX accident. Uh, I went over a, a jump wrong and what's crazy about it, I believe in the conscious world, people know that energy attracts energy. Um, I literally told my best friend right before I went into that turn, I said, Hey man, I'll see you up top. And I didn't mean it like that. I meant like up top on the, the racetrack. And right after that, I went by a little kid. I knocked him up and I said, yo, live your life, brother. Because that's just what I do. That's how I talk. Last thing I remember, I was in the turn. Next thing I remember, I woke up and I had I was trying to pull something out of my throat, yo. And it was a ventilator, 23 hours under that little bad boy. And the craziest thing, this is when everything kind of started in my head, started emerging for smile in the future. Uh, I had two moments when I woke up during that coma. One of them was, that question, who's going to be around your hospital bed? So I saw all that stuff. Uh, something that I wish not a lot of people do see because that kind of will mess with your head a little bit. And then I woke up to my doctor telling my parents all my percentages, my odds, and how physically it was kind of crazy how I never, I didn't break any bones in that instant. I didn't do anything like that except blood in my lungs. And that was like the reason why I'm alive is that helmet that I was wearing. And like literally being able to wake up for those two things, like not even meaning to wake up for those was when I went back to sleep and I was pushed back, man. I was like literally pushed back. And I don't, I don't really tell people that, but I was pushed back by some force. And in that moment, I was said, he said, go, yo, like others, others. And I literally woke up and it's kind of like those movies where like they pull like the shit off of them. And like literally in that moment, I was like, yo, I just got to go. And I got out. And the next day, that's when I held a smile sticker and I was like, all right, smile's back, yo. Smile's got to be back. Smile's got to live because people got to know that like your day can end like that. Your life can end like that. And if you don't get up and just go and just try to be better for yourself and then that can be better for others, like there's no reason for this life right now. So the coma, man, the reawakening, the reawakening was huge for the smile movement. Like if that didn't happen, I don't think I'd be where I am. And physically, it broke me down, dude. I went from... At the time, so even crazier, dude, like before the coma, a week before that, I moved out of my ex-girlfriend's house because we not good. She was a big uh, mental abuse relationship kind of thing on her on me. And in that relationship, I already lost eight pounds while working full time right out of college. And then after that coma, I dropped all the way down to 150 pounds, which I once was 180 pounds. And so with the physical changes, man, and like trying to be like somebody in the fitness industry and like working out all the time, did I get distraught? Hell yeah. But that moment I knew I wanted to bring smile back and be better for other people and be better for the movement. I knew I had to be better for myself, right? So that's when I started bringing myself up to be better. And then dude, there's no shit. In two and a half months, I built up 20 pounds. I swear to God, it was all muscle because I couldn't grow fat. And then the smile movement just came with it, dude. As my body has changed, as my mindset has changed, as my characteristics have changed ever since that coma, the smile movement too has gone nothing but up. And it's crazy because anybody inside the smile gang has gone nothing but up too. So you mentally can get distraught, you can physically get distraught down and you can get pounded down, baby. But like, that's the mentality behind it. You just gotta get up and go. And that coma, the reawakening, like I always say, dude, like I'm getting chills right now, like that shit, I don't really, Put that on anybody my, not my worst enemy to do but it changed it dude it changed the smile movement so much and i wish you guys can see it like in person too so i feel like yeah. you being 
at that deep dark spot almost adds like layers of depth to the smile, smile movement because you found yourself at the lowest of lows. You had to grind your way back. You had to get to the top. So when people look at you as the leader of the smile movement, they see a guy who's been to hell and back, who's seen change, who's kind of built his own path through it. Um, and maybe it gives them hope too, to see, okay, like I can do this too. I can do that as well. And I think that's something that's just been the general theme of the smile movement from everything you've said over the past couple of years. And, and it really is inspiring. So kudos to you for that. And it, it really has been exciting just seeing it grow. Um, would, would you agree with that statement in general, or would you say, I'll say this, like you say, like it's a dark place. Like, not a lot of people know this too. Like the theme of it, I love the Joker, bro. The Joker is yeah. literally the face and the message that's low key behind the smile movement. And it's not a villain way. It's dude, he always has a smile on. <laughs> no matter if he's frowning or he's going for bad stuff, what he's doing, but he's he's making sure he's ahead of the game, you know what I'm saying? But if you take that dark place, that's where I was. I thought I was at the lowest of low of my life. I was. And that's what I did. I remember watching Batman and something clicked where it was just like, dude, you got to think you have that scar on your face and you just got to get after it. And people sometimes will be like hashtag frown or like they'll say like you can't smile all the time. And it's like, nah, you can't physically smile all the time, but you can wear that smile inside. Like maybe not all the time, but you can put that on inside your head to get through a negative ass situation. Like you yeah. ain't got to always wear it. So that deep, dark place, man, that's where like I agree with that 100 percent with the Joker. Yeah. Well, like, and, and that's also where you found your why. Like, and, and I feel yeah. like this happens a lot of times when you start something up, you know, you spend so much energy and time to get traction behind it. And it does get frustrating at times when, you know, you feel like you're not getting that same response back. But once that why really clicks and goes, that's when it takes off. And, and you can definitely see that. I think it's been evident in like your content you've put out um, it just the high energy, positive energy is so, so genuine. And like I said before, you know, they're, they're going to be the, the negative loud people and there's only a few of them, but they're so loud that sometimes it's overwhelming. And especially when you're first starting something that can be a little bit frustrating because you're like, man, like all these guys are, are talking shit about it, saying it's too much, saying like it's over the top, whatever. But once that why clicks and you realize I am helping so many more people than I am, you know, I guess irritating, you could say. And it's it's awesome. It's cool to see because that's when the genuineness just really kicks in. I don't even know if that's a word, but like you, you, you feel what you're going for there, right? Like it just there had to have been that moment where it just clicks. And for you, it seemed like, you know, coming out of that watching Batman, seeing the smile, it's like, okay, as much as this sucks right now and as, as shitty as it is that all this happened, like life goes on and I'm going forward, right? And you took that in a unique way to not only yourself, because I think a lot of people do find that in themselves to say, hey, now we get going. Now that this shit's over with, we get going. But with you, you said, I'm going to take myself and others around me with me because like, I've seen what it's like now to be in that place. Again, you said it yourself. I don't wish it upon my worst enemy. And it's just cool that you've turned it into like a group growing rather than just self-growth. There has been self-growth, of course. But 
you've taken a group along with you. And I think that's what's just so unique about this movement in general. Yeah, yeah. I really agree. I, I honestly haven't even thought of it like that. I like that a lot. But as some, I've, I've told you that in person, Easton, like, yeah. what's crazy about the Smile Gang, I tell all my girls that, that train with me as well, all my clients, athletes, even the people that I just meet at events. The Smile Gang is all about coming up with others and bringing others along with us because if you're bringing others along and you're going up, like, they're going up and you're going to continue to go up. And if you go down with a good gang behind you, you ain't going to go down that far because you got a lot of people that are there to catch you. So exactly. it's been so true, dude. So let's, let's talk about uh, the future plans moving forward for the smile movement. Well, what are some thoughts you have moving forward? What are you going to do to continue to prop up the smile movement? Do you have any super ambitious ideas or plans over the next couple of years that you really want to institute? What do you got going? Tell us the secrets. Yeah, man, I want to, I want to do some crazy, like, I want to do some crazy stuff, honestly, in the sense it's like, like this just past week, like I just got invited to an EDM festival with backstage VIP passes because of the smile. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be in festival events. And then I'm talking, I have a, I have a marijuana medical event happening this week and the uh, movement's going to be in because we're all about every industry just bringing positivity. And then to the point where it's like, now I want to like, I have these blog posts going up, but I need to be more on it to where I can reach more people with real stories rather than reading stories from like celebrities or people with thousands of followers, like real genuine people. And then I think it'd be real cool. This is on the DL, like something like a subscription box, like a positivity thing. And each month somebody gets like featured in it or something cool like that. But there's a lot of ideas up in the air, um, yeah. and some private events that I want to do. But along with it, like we're talking fitness and the movement, uh, I want to host like yeah, private events, but like a private workout events too. And somehow in the future, get to a point where I have like a movement compound. That's my biggest goal. I want a compound, yo. I want like a, a Camp Woodward, if you know what that is, type of compound one day. And I want to just integrate like all the action sports with sports and then just bring it to like a mental camp as well so people can get away. So that's yeah. the ultimate goal. So that's years down the road. But like we say, yo, one day at a time. Yeah, it's good to have them though. Yeah. And, and just to kind of wrap it up, going back to the training thing. So I know from following you that you've kind of, you've bounced around between a few gyms here and there. What ultimately as a trainer is, is kind of your goal there um, as far as where you want to end up in, in the personal training realm. Um, because just in watching some of the videos and stuff, it seems like you've worked with a couple different styles of training now. Um, you know, you have some more like physique building at first, and then it looked like you got into kind of some hit training type workouts, um, and you're at a new facility now. So get us up to date with that and kind of your goals going forward with the personal training side of things. I got you. Let me just say this. Does any of the business peeps out there, anybody like even like Easton's been through too, but like, yo, I started all my training literally outside of my mom and dad's garage, yo, on a, yeah. on a freaking carpet, yo. And I would train four sisters and involved in going to self-made on a whim, no clients. And that's what I'm saying, Houston. Like how you say there's so many different styles. I had to do that. Like you can't go into a new business or a new idea and just be so narrow-minded. So I had opened it up and I did. And I that's where I found all these girls that I train now that are amazing. And then from I was there, what, eight and a half months, eight months. And at the end of it, I got uh, a really good connection with what where I'm at now, which is Apex uh, Sports Performance. 
and it's owned by two other guys and then it's just me there and what's crazy about the conscious world and this connection i want to be an athletic trainer overall as well uh that's something i've always grown up in inside the gym and now i'm going to be working closely with nfl guys under them um have a lot more adaptations to mlb guys to motocross supercross the action sport world and i allow a lot, all my clients to get in there too and now if you guys haven't seen it too i'm starting to get into boxing and starting to get into that training and next year like i've already said it I want to fight, you know, I want to, I want to show my artistic ability inside of movement, inside of being able to put your head down and go from literally almost dying in a head crash to being able to fight for not myself, but for others to see. And now I'm at F45 as well, part-time. Uh, that's that hitch style. That's always cardio. You guys should come out and try it. <laughs> but uh, I did that not for the money, uh, not for the pay or anything like that. I did that for connections. And to learn more in my style of training, because like I say, and I'll always say, you cannot be narrow-minded. Yep. So currently I'm at F45 part-time, and then I'm also doing full-time at Apex. And that's under my own uh, LLC work. So what do we got to do to get Logan Paul versus Jaden Agamemnon in the ring right now? <laughs> we'll back you. We'll be in your corner. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Let's go, dog. It's going to happen, man. And that's what's crazy, dude. Like, Conscious World is besides any point. Uh, I started boxing like what, like two and a half months ago, kind of more so steady training. Uh, I'll get a coach here soon. But dude, like a month and a half in when I kind of declared that, I got, dude, I got to go to a, a party, house party out here. And dude, I ran into six UFC fighters that day and got to see like the mentality behind them and like got to legit mm -hmm. UFC fighters. Dude, one dude just had his first fight, won it too. And I got to see the humbleness. And I, that's when I ultimately fell in love with it. It wasn't even watching the sport, it was meeting the sport, meeting the guys that make the sport. And these are guys that train right next to Sugar, bro. Like Sugar MMA, right here in yep. AZ. And it's, dude, never, anybody, never be narrow minded in your training, man. If you find you get in a rut, do something new so you can get into a different rut to make multiple. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, side note, if you ever want to fanboy some UFC, feel free to hit my line because you got a loyal <laughs> fan here. Let's go. Um, Cool. But yeah, no, that's cool. And one other thing I wanted to get to quick before we let you go, uh, on a personal training note again, how rewarding is it to see, I saw you train um, some softball girls, some D1 softball girls played at ASU. How rewarding is it to see, you know, their work that they're putting in with you pay off on the field? Because I mean, the, the one lady you trained, I saw hit like, it seemed like a thousand home runs this year. Um, <laughs> but to see that, and then, you know, I've heard since you've got some other clients within say like softball and baseball that are probably coming to you because they see the results of, you know, these other people you've worked with and the positive effect you've had on their game. So speak to that. How rewarding is it to see that? And do you anticipate that you're going to see a lot more of that as well with, you know, whether it be males, females, having success in their sport and you know you're a part of that puzzle piece that created that so in turn you get some reward as well just speak to that how has that whole experience been especially like you said you're kind of moving more towards the athletic side of things and ultimately want to work in that realm so the, i i like the first thing is is like a lot of trainers out here they'll say like my athlete for me it's like they're the athletes yo and i'll always be there for them and I don't want to take any credit away from them either, but it is so cool to see them like do things that they said they once wanted to do. Like as a trainer, you get goals. Like if you don't get goals put on your plate, then you're not a trainer. 
Um, so I got all these goals from him. And then you're talking about Maddie Hackbarth. Maddie came to me first before a lot of the ASU girls. And one of our biggest things was, yeah, we're going to get you physically fit to where she went from no running to being able to be one of the fastest on the teams to being like put in a body mindset from coaches to getting smaller, but being stronger and quicker and faster. And then the ultimate change that I saw out of all these girls was the mentality, yo, how they came to us. They saw the smile movement, how she wanted to be a part of the gang and then bring other girls to be a part of the gang. And then these girls just evolved. And the coolest thing, dude, I'll be honest with you, wasn't even seeing her hit 20 home runs. Wasn't seeing these girls go back to back home runs or seeing the girls run on and off the field or any athletes like that. It was them coming back to me during season to come just work out with me and see me. And then they would talk about all these mental changes they have and how it's transpired not only into like their game, but into their lives, dude. And that's where I've like found so much fire and like so much like fuel to just keep on doing it. And I firmly believe like I'll continue to grow with athletes. I'll continue to grow with older people with the people in between and all the ladies as well inside my smile gang. And Dude, it's so badass to see, and she continues to do it, and that's the craziest thing. If you didn't know, she just posted it today, actually. Uh, at the end of her season, she got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and she ended up having to take herself out of every game at the end in regionals because she couldn't even see. And so that was really hard to see. Like, that was really hard to see. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. What was so cool about that was how she mentally got through it, how she mentally drove to be better, and then before she left to go play professional softball now, and coach professionally, she said, Jay, in the smile movement, like, yo, we're smiling strong. Thank you so much for everything. That's what I live for. And it's fucking been awesome, dude. It's been so cool. Yeah, and I mean, that's just, again, it goes back to what you've set up with this whole path you've taken. And I'll say it over and over again, but, like, there's going to be the loud critics out there that – just can't understand it, can't wrap their head around the energy you bring and, you know, why you're doing it. And to me, honestly, I think it's it's just kind of silly that you would even waste your own energy to be negative towards something else when there's no reason to. Um, again, and taking a, a page from your book, is there's no need for it. Just be positive. Again, positives over negatives, like you said, and use that for everything. It, it's not just in fitness. It's not just in sports. It's the lifestyle in general and how you go about interacting with other people and and not taking that energy because, again, it's just a waste. It truly is a waste to be negative in situations where you really have no business being negative. So, I mean, to leave it on a personal note for me, that's it, I think that's a big inspiration for people. And, again, I'm sure Christian has and I have as well. There are times you see those videos that you put up and it's like, okay, you know, I've been moping around today. I haven't been the best, but like, he's right. There's no need, you know, get something going, do something with your day and be better. And so I think from that end, we all appreciate it. At least the people that, you know, again, truly care about you and you care about us. So cool for us to see on your end and see that growth. I appreciate that. And that's a big dude. I was just saying one last thing too. Like, perspective man and a lot of people don't realize that they think they have to have one dialed in locked in mind nah man i have many perspectives and that's the biggest thing with positives over negatives it's not you, know, you always got to be happy smiling and positive it's like learn something from every situation but make it something that you learn that's good that can 
that you can carry forward. So, and I appreciate that too in your words, man. So thank you. Absolutely. All right. So here's the last thing I got to say to you, Jaden. And and this is something that when we finally got you on, this is something I had to tell you. So the one thing that I mainly think about when I hear Jaden Eggman, I think back to, yeah, my freshman year and you touched on it early. So we, we'd be driving to these, it'd be 4.30 in the morning, 4.45 in the morning. We just roll out of bed. We have this morning running, next two hours of just straight torture running, working out. And we'd all be just hating life in that moment. It's 4.45. No one is awake or doing anything <laughs> at this moment. It is pitch black out. And there were a couple times where you'd pick me up to go. And we'd get to the baseball field or the turf, wherever we're going to go. And you'd say, Guys, remember this. You got to convince your body that you're awake. You're the most awake you've ever been. So you would at 4.45 in the morning start screaming at the top of your lungs like a fucking psychopath. But it was awesome. (laughs) It was hilarious. And I think I still have some ear damage from it. But the like, I honestly took from that. Like, fake it till you make it. Wake yourself up. Get yourself going. I think back to that moment more times than maybe I should. And like when I'm by myself in certain situations and just think, honestly, get yourself going, wake yourself up. Um, this is your time now. And I think back to it because of you. And that's the funny story I have. But at the same time, it, it meant something to me that moment in time. So thank you for that, that craziness of thank morning running and all that. Remember that, bro. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, you know, if you guys ever want to know what Smile Movement is or anything about that, too, uh, www.smile-movement.com, y'all. Uh, go read up on it. You guys got any cool stories to share, uh, just like these two do? Uh, hit me up, yo. I'll feature you guys, and I'll get you guys hooked up with anything good, too. And then for you guys, keep doing what you guys are doing, because this is badass, and I'm sorry it took so long. Uh, I love you guys. Like we said in the beginning, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, you probably don't have a soul because this one was incredible. Um, Sorry about it. If you guys are interested in buying any possible Smile merch, reach out to us or reach out to Jaden on Instagram. We plugged everything in the beginning. He's got shirts. He's got stickers. He's got a lot of fun stuff. And it's simple. It's simple. The concept is simple, but it's so important because people forget People forget to just smile, um, and, and you know sometimes life is tough. It, it really gets the best of us down. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got to find a way to just keep moving forward to the better times. And yeah. Jaden, yeah, he demonstrated that today. Absolutely, and and you know we touched on it a little bit in the episode, but you know maybe not everyone can relate to his content or you know cares to watch his content, but there's a lot of people that do. Um, so I guess the one ask coming at, coming from our corner about the episode is, you know, just bring a good energy when it comes to people that are trying to project that onto you. There's no need to, you know, if he's being positive, trying to help people out to try and put him down or, you know, say things under your breath. I think it's awesome what he's doing. Um, he's helping a lot of people out. He's a great personal trainer. So if you're in the area, definitely check out one of the facilities and, you know, maybe go get a workout in with him. But uh, yeah, it was a great episode. We keep going back to the word, but just a genuine dude. And I'm excited.
I'm excited. It got me fired up, Christian. I'm ready to go now. So fired I, up. I'm, I'm so fired up. I'm hanging up this call, and you'll find me in the gym five oh, minutes God. later. He's getting after it. What, you, you got those two-and-a-half-pound dumbbells? You're going to be getting yeah, after it on the arms? Yeah, we got two-and-a-half-pound two dumbbells, a couple bands. You know, oh, yeah. I love it. Keep it light. All right. No injuries. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Super fun episode. You can find us anywhere you look on the internet, anywhere, literally any corner. You will not be able to escape us. Twitter, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. So, guys, hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next time.